Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Good afternoon. You can take a seat. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for those who are joining us here online. Welcome home, everybody, to church. Welcome to church. We're glad that you are here, that you could be here. Um, I know the last couple of weeks I've been uh, praying, keep, we've been praying about the situation in the Ukraine, and it's something that is still on my heart. I still see the news, like, every day about what's going on over there, and at this point in time, I do want to take just a couple of minutes again just to pray. Um, you know, we, there are a lot of people suffering. They said that there are about two and a half million people that have uh, left the nation of the Ukraine now that, that are refugees and, and fleeing the nation. And uh, many civilians have been caught up in, in, the, uh, in the fight. And so we want to pray. We want to continue to pray for that situation. So if you would just pray with me for a moment before we get into the rest of our service this afternoon. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to be here. You know, and well, we may be safe here at home right now. There are many who are suffering and are fleeing war in Eastern Europe right now. We pray for all of those who are suffering because of this war. Uh, all of those who are Ukrainians who have fled their nation, for the civilians who have lost their lives, for those who are in Russia and are being punished because they are in opposition to this war and to those who seek to to, to in, uh, expand their own power, God. We just continue to pray for peace in this situation, for some way to be made that the fighting can stop and that people may be able to try and return to their homes and return to their lives, God. We pray that we can do what we can in prayer and in any little support that we might be able to offer, to offer help and love to those who are hurting right now, God. We pray this, and we thank you for what you will do and what you, as we continue to pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So once again, welcome. I am Pastor Gabe, in case you don't know. Uh, nice to meet you. We're glad to have you here with us and glad to have you online with us today. We are in a series called The New Normal in Same Jesus, because although the world is changing and although there is a lot going on, Jesus is still the same. He is not changing and he is there for us. Last week, I spoke on the faithfulness of God. And I believe that is the foundation of why we can trust that God is always the same. Because He is faithful. And one of the scriptures I read last week said that He will not change. Like He will always be faithful because He cannot deny who He is. Because that's who God is. He is faithful to us. And so behind the fact that Yes, we are changing. Yes, the world is changing. Yes, things are happening all around us. But God is faithful. God is good. And He is still the same. He is still who He is. And so, 
In that, today, my message is entitled, Is God is Always Working. God is Always Working. And we're going to be in the book of Philippians today. Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. And that's what we're going to read. This part of the, of the book of Philippians is the very, uh, very, here at the very opening, Paul is writing to the church in the, of Philippi. And he is greeting them. And he is letting them know what he, that he is praying for them. And so he says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6, I'm reading an NIV version of the Bible. So if you have another one, just follow along with me. It says this, Paul says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Again, that last part. Being confident of this, God, Paul says, Paul writes, I, I pray for you, I pray for the joy, I pray with joy, I'm happy to pray for you because you have been doing work and you have been accomplishing things, you have been accomplishing so much and because I am confident of this fact, I continue to pray and I continue to rejoice that God will, who began a good work in you will carry it out to completion. That God will complete His work. That is good news for us. Because a lot of times we may end up in points in our lives where we might feel stuck. I don't know if you've ever felt that in your life, where everything just feels too routine, too much of the same. You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything new. Or, or, or you're trying to get there, but there's just like something blocking you, something in the way, and you just cannot move past it. You're trying to work on your relationship with God, maybe. And it doesn't seem to be working out. You're looking for a significant other, and there's just no one, there's no one good. That's what they always say. Oh, there's no one good left in the world. Are you trying to, you're trying to do something. You're trying to move forward with your life, and yet we end up oftentimes stuck. We feel stuck in cycles. Maybe we're stuck in a cycle of sin. Maybe we're stuck in a, a cycle of, of trouble and problems. Maybe we're, maybe we're stuck in a, a cycle of hurt and pain. And we, we feel stuck in life. And we feel like we can't move on. And, and it's frustrating because we pray about it. As Christians, we pray about it and we say, God, do something here. And the frustrating part is because we're asking God to do something and yet it seems like he's doing nothing. We pray and we don't hear anything. The silence. We're, we're trying our best to have faith and believe, but sometimes it becomes hard to believe because it doesn't seem like anything is going to change. You know, that's definitely something that I have felt these past couple of years as we have been in this, this ongoing pandemic where it's hard to, to find even optimism anymore, you know? Every time, yeah, because I, I was looking at some stuff, you know, this year, the, the, the beginning of this week, 
sorry, the beginning of this month marked the two-year anniversary of when we went first into lockdown. And they asked us to stay home, you know, only go to work if you absolutely need to, and only go to the places that you absolutely need to, but stay home. And so it's been two years since that, and yet that feels like it's flown by, but at the same time, it's dragged on. And I, w- I was looking back and thinking about it. It's like, man, y'all remember they said the pandemic, they, people were like, the pandemic's going to be over in November <laughs> of that year. It just started and we're like, it's going to be over. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe in, in March. Maybe for the summer. Maybe for the summer, you'll be, you'll be able to go back and barbecue. Maybe for Christmas, we, we can go back to normal and then. And it just kind of never happened. And so anytime now, like I hear things about like, it, it's finally starting to wind down. I'm like, are you sure about that though? Are you, is it for real though this time? And there's like, there, and to be sure, there is some good news and all of this stuff. Like, yes, there's still a lot of cases and everything. And, and yet, and, and yet we, we were hoping that this last, major variant that came out, the Omicron variant, is, is more contagious, but it's a little less deadly. And so we're hoping that maybe, maybe we can finally see the light on the other side of the tunnel. But it's hard to be hopeful because it feels like we've just been stuck here. And that's how it often feels with life with a lot of different things. Maybe we feel like, I don't want to be in this career anymore. I don't want to be in this life anymore. Or I'm trying to pursue God and I just can't seem to get any further because God just seems silent. I pray, and there's no answer. I go to church, I do the things, I do the right things, and it doesn't seem like God is paying any attention to me. But what we can know, and what I am here to tell you today, that even if, and even in those times we are stuck in life, we are stuck in whatever situation we are in, God is still working. God is still doing something. In our lives. We just not might not be able to see it. See, this verse, Paul makes clear that God doesn't leave projects unfinished. Unlike me. Anybody do that? They start something new and it's just like, yeah, this is exciting. And you like starting something new and you're like, get, you're into it. It's, yes, I like this. I like this. And then suddenly it's like, well, when was the last time I even touched that? I don't even remember. I started something new and it was nice when I started it, but now I'm bored of it. And we just give up. We stop. We give up. I mean, we do that with a lot of things. Anybody ever start watching a movie and then you just get bored with the movie and you're like, I'm done. Never, never go back to it again. You pick up a book, you read like a chapter, and it's just like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. I currently have like two books like that. I'm like, they're good books. I just haven't gone back. And finish. We do that. We do that a lot. A lot of times in life, we start things and we don't finish them. But God is not like that. God is not like us. God doesn't leave projects unfinished. He keeps on working. But see, the thing is, is that when we are in these situations, it doesn't feel like God is working. So that's where frustration comes in. That's where anger comes in. That's where uh, apathy comes in. That's where we feel like we want to just give up and not keep going anymore. And it's understandable because we cannot see what is going on. 
See, God works in the spaces that we cannot see. He works in the background. He works in the things that are in shadows we are not aware of. You know how in a movie you have a main character? Or in a TV show you have your main characters, but there's always people in the background. And, and there's always people doing something. And, and I found some video clips on TikTok, and they were pointing out this one show. And uh, in the show, what was going on, I don't remember what show it was. It was like a cookout, a cooking contest or chili eating contest or something. And they like zoomed in on the background characters. And they, weren't, they were supposed to be like eating, but nobody was eating. They'd have like a bowl, and they'd be like, there was nothing in the bowl, nothing in the spoon, and it didn't even look like they were eating. But you don't pay attention to any of that because it's in the background. And just like that, God is often working in the background spaces, in the spaces that we cannot see, and things, and things we don't understand, yet He's still doing something. And we miss it because we are, through our eyes, the main character of our lives. <laughs> We're, we're the, we are the perspective with which we view life. And so we miss sometimes when God is arranging things on the outside, when He's putting people in our path, when He is working on things around us that we don't understand or we don't even see or we don't even think affect us. Things that He has protected us from or, or saved us from that we don't understand. But God is working. That happened to our church, Templo Manuel, our, our, of which we are part of, you know, our, our English service is part of. We, we, when we first built our sanctuary that we're in right now, we had a lot of opposition. And some people, uh, I remember we had to go like door to door and get signatures from people in the neighborhood because the homeowners association in this area, they, they didn't like us. I don't know. They didn't like somebody. They didn't like something. They didn't want the church here. And we had to get signatures from the people in the neighborhood to, to tell them, it's like, hey, you know, everybody else is fine with this. It's just you guys. You know, it's just y'all. And they try to sue us and take us to court and all bunch of, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of crazy stuff. And once we were all done with that, we thought, man, you know, anytime we go forward in the future, we're going to have to still deal with this because they're still there. And then... You know, when the, our other building fell down and we got some insurance money, we started decided to purchase some property. I'm like, oh, and we bought this property. And I remember talking to, my, uh, to our pastors about it. And they were like, well, don't we need, like, the HOA approval? And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't know. The HOA, they, like, disbanded. After everything happened with y'all, with the church and y'all, they, they just couldn't. They started fighting and everything, and they just broke apart. And I was just like, I thought about it. I was like, you see, we didn't even know that. That happened in the background. That happened when we weren't looking and paying attention. Yet God was doing something to those people who stood up and said, we don't want this. And he says, but I need this here. We couldn't see it. God arranges things and works in our lives in the, in the background that we can't even see. He works in the spaces that we don't see. God also works on the inside. Not only working on the outside, he works on the inside. Sometimes we wonder, why, God, aren't you changing my situation? Sometimes, because that's what we do. We pray, and we want God to change our situation. God, I'm broke. Make me not broke. <laughs> Amen. That is all what we want. 
God, make me not broke. God, make me not single. God, deal with this problem for me. God, do this. And we're working and focused on the outside stuff. When God is saying, before you need or get to any of that point, I need to work on the inside. See, because what you're missing is not what you're lacking on the outside. It's not the stuff that you're lacking. There's something on the inside that you're lacking. The patience, that that fruit of the Spirit, patience, that love, that kindness. Self-control. He's working on these things on the inside of us. And sometimes we don't see it. Because we don't look at, we don't, we don't sit down enough to actually have a conversation with God. We don't, we don't close our mouths enough when we pray to be able to listen to what He's trying to tell us and what He's trying to show us. We don't pay attention to what's going on inside of ourselves because we're so focused on everything else that we miss God working. But he's still working. He's still doing something. He's still doing things that we don't see and we don't understand. But God works. He works in the background. He works in the spaces that we can't see. He works inside of us. He doesn't leave it unfinished. He is still working. And the good thing is is that he's not like us and he doesn't need rest. Anybody tired today because of daylight savings? I lost a whole hour of sleep and I feel like I lost a day. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to go home and sleep till tomorrow. (laughs) But God doesn't get tired. God works even when we're sleeping. He is helping us and pushing us and working the world around us when we can't see it. When we don't understand it, He is working. He's not like us. So first, God is working in the background. Secondly, God works out things for our good. See, God doesn't change, so he is always working for our good. And we don't understand it because we often focus on our circumstances more than anything else. We look at the negative in our world. We look at the negative in our lives, and we think that because of that, somehow, some way, that God is not working for me. But that doesn't change who He is, and that doesn't change that He still loves us, and that doesn't change that He is still trying to work in us, and through us, and for us, to do things in our lives. He is still doing that. Romans 8.28 says that God works all things together for the good of those who love, love Him. And see, that means that God is working all things out for us. Good, good things. Bad things, hard things, difficult things, the stuck spaces, the broken spaces, the hurting spaces, all things. It doesn't seem like it or it doesn't feel like it. But that's part of who God is. Sometimes we are we are told that you know and we don't we don't like to hear it i don't like to hear it i i've had situations in my life where we've experienced grief and hurt and loss and people are like well everything happens for a reason and i'm like well i don't like that that's not what i want to hear that's not what i want to hear people tell me right now sure things happen for a reason i i I'll, I'll, I'll never forget 
someone told me one time, they said, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes that reason is we make stupid choices. <laughs> Things happen around us. And they don't always have reason and rhyme. That's the thing about it, though. We may say that, but that doesn't even make, make sense. Because bad things happen and we don't, we don't understand it. And we may not ever understand it. And that doesn't mean, though, that God cannot work in those situations. That doesn't mean that God cannot work healing in those situations. That He cannot work growth in those situations. That He cannot take you past the dark places in life and bring you to a place of fullness and healing. God is working. He works in the broken spaces. When we're hurting, He sits with us. He cries with us. If you don't think God cries, then you're missing something. And that's, some, that's something I will, uh, oftentimes we hear in our cultures. Men don't cry. Jesus? Jesus cried? God cried? It's okay to cry. It's all right. To express that. It it is there. Jesus cries and weeps with us. He sits with us in those broken spaces. Because sometimes that's what it takes to heal. To have someone cry with you. He walks with us. In the times that we are going through struggles and difficulties. When we cannot gather up strength. God's work is to walk with us. To hold us by the hand, to pick us up on his shoulders, to hold on to us and say, Hey, I've got this. You don't have to go through it alone. God works out all things the hard things, the good things. We, we prefer the good things. We prefer when God works out the blessings in our lives. Amen? We prefer when good things happen to us. Everybody does. That is normal. But we have to understand that God still works out the bad in our life. He's not the cause of it. But He's with us in it. He's not the cause of the dark things in the world, but He is with us through it. And He will work in us. God doesn't work the way we do. And so he won't abandon the work, no matter how hard it is. God works despite how bad the world around us might be. He says, here I am. I'm working for you. But see, that's all good to know. How do we work that out for us, though? Because oftentimes in the middle of all of this, the things that we don't see, the things that we don't understand, we are still struggling. Yes, God is there, but we don't see it. So what do we do? How do we apply, how do we move in that in our lives? Well, I like the example in Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah was a prophet, and he was alive during the time where Israel was going to be attacked um, by the nation of Babylon. And Babylon was going to was coming in and they were invading and they were taking people away from their homes. 
And they didn't understand why this was happening, even though they had been warned pretty much all of the time and says, yeah, y'all keep treating people poorly. Y'all keep treating the poor horribly. Y'all keep you misusing your power. Y'all keep sinning and serving other gods. This is why this is happening to y'all. And Jeremiah said, but look, 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 even in the midst of this dark time, what do you do when you can't figure what to do? And he has a word from God for them. And he tells them this. He says, this is what, in Jeremiah 29, verse 4 to 8, he says, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses, settle down, plant gardens, eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage. So they too might have sons and daughters. Increase number, increase. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. Because if it prospers, you will prosper too. Yes, this is what the Lord God of Almighty God of Israel says. This is what the Lord Almighty God of Israel says. I said, well, Pastor, what does it have to do with it? He said... Basically, live. Keep walking. Keep going. Yes, it is a struggle. Yes, it is difficult. But what we do in those dark and hard times, what we do in those stuck places, God says, keep walking. One, trust in me. Two, because he said, I'm telling you. So you trust my word that I want you to keep going. It's not easy to do in those situations where we feel stuck and frustrated and angry and upset. But he says, I want you to keep on going. Keep move, keep doing what you're doing. Because it's still going to yield results. It may not feel like praying will end up being good enough for you. Or it's not doing anything now, but keep praying. It may not feel like serving and loving people is doing anything or causing any change But it is. Keep on doing that. You may not feel like the routine is accomplishing anything. Keep on doing it. Because there is something to come out of it still. Keep praying. Keep walking. Keep living. And when you do, God is going to be faithful to complete that work. You know why God said this uh, this to his people. The famous verse follows in just a few in a few verses after that. Everybody knows the one you hear it all the time. It's in graduation cards all of the time. Sometimes people, you know, we don't even know all the time what it means. It says, "Because I know the plans I have for you." And see, that verse is often taken out of context because people always use it for graduations and like birthday parties, and it's like, "Hey, celebrate." God knows what plans He has for you. But the context of the verse is, in the middle of the darkness and that captivity, I still know what is good. And I am still working. And one day, I'm going to bring you out of that. So if we trust in God and we keep praying and we keep walking and we keep living and we keep loving and keep following Jesus, He says, I'm going to bring you out to the other side. It's hard, yes. It's not easy. I am definitely in the middle of that 
season in my life where I feel like nothing I do is going to get me out to the other side. I've experienced loss recently and there's a lot of things that have been going on and it's been really hard to just keep on going. But I am reminded that God God tells us that. Keep on trusting me because I said I'm going to do it. And I'm reminded of the words of Pat, the late Pastor Segovia that told me, the last time I saw him, keep doing what you're doing. It didn't feel like, I'm, it didn't feel like I was going to go anywhere or I'm going to get anywhere, but keep doing what you're doing. If I am following Jesus, He is going to work it out. Because God is always working. And that's what the same about Him. Despite the circumstances, despite the difficulty, despite our changing world, God is still working for our good. It's hard to see. It really is hard to see sometimes. But we got to trust. We got to hold on and believe that God is still doing something. Would you stand with me this afternoon? Rooted in all of this is that God loves us. His love is what compels him to continue to work for in, in our lives. He continues to seek out the good, good things for us. The Bible tells us that God is like our father. God is like our parent. In some verses, it compares him to our father who gives good gifts in others, it compares them to a mother who wants to round up her children and hold them tight. God is that parent for us, the one we need. And so that is why he keeps on working for us, because of his great love. Because of God's great love. So if you are going through something difficult today, Maybe nobody knows either. I feel like something, I felt like saying that. Maybe there's something that you're struggling with, something that nobody else knows about. It's just you and God in that right now. I can assure you that God is working on your situation and you're not alone in that. So we're going to pray today. We're going to pray that whatever you're stuck in, maybe it's not a terrible situation, maybe it's not difficult, maybe it's not like what pastor, it's not nothing that bad. I'm just stuck in life. God's still working there. God's still doing something. You may think it's small, but your life matters to God. Whatever it is you are struggling with, your life matters. He cares about what you care about. I know that that might not seem like a real thing. I, I, I used to be someone that thought, oh, that's not true. God doesn't care about everything that we care about. God cares about what you care about. He cares about the things that you like and you love and that bring you joy. Why would he not? He cares what you're going through. No matter how small you think it is, no matter how big you might think it is, he cares for you. That's why he says, that's why his word says, 
cast your cares on him because he cares for you. All the stuck, all the worry, all whatever it is, we can trust that God is working. Father God, we come before you today. We thank you. We thank you, God, for what you've done already in our lives. We thank you for all the difficulties that you have brought us through and we've made it through the other side. We thank you for all the stuck places that you've gotten us out of. We thank you for the blessings and the hurts that you have healed us from. And right now, some of us are struggling. Some of us are stuck. Some of us are are in that darkness and not sure what to do. So we trust you in this moment. Help us to trust you. Help us to keep walking, to keep going, to keep praying, to keep trusting, to keep loving, to keep following. And trust that you are still working because your love is the same. And your goals are still the same. That you are working things out for our good. So God, help us. Any situation right now, no matter how small, no matter how big, all of the internal struggles that some of us are facing, all of the outside struggles that we are facing right now, remind us that we are not alone in all of this, Lord. Remind us that you are still with us and you will not abandon us because you are faithful. So we give it over to you in this moment. And we thank you for what you will do, even if we cannot see it. In Jesus' name. In this moment, the worship team is going to lead us in a song as we get into the presence of God. If you need prayer today, whether online or in person, let us know so we can pray for you today as we go into the presence of God today. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.